This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's not easy to do what you did. You made my man look like a bunch of minimum wage mall cops. That's hurtful. Would you like to tell me where you received your training? Afghanistan? Chechnya? Who are you? I have sacrificed much to achieve peace. For through your arrogance and stupidity, you have opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives the horror and devastation of war. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy. And you are an old man and a fool! You're unworthy! Father. I now take from you your power. And I cast you out! Open your eyes. Oh no, this is Earth, isn't it? Where did it come from? Your ancestors called it magic. And you call it science. I come from a place where they're one and the same. He has disobeyed his king. His fate is in his own hands now. Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I don't. I. 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 <laughs> My name is Lauren Lapkus. This is Nicole Byer. Uh, we we have never seen any of these films, and we are going to tell you what we think of them. This is the third episode of the fifth season. We're working our way through the whole universe. We're skipping some of the universe, but we have to for the sake of our brain to. and for time. Because there's um, too many movies. There's too many, and. 
We have guests who are fellow newcomers, some who are super fans, and sometimes even people who've contributed to the films. And today we're discussing the fourth MCU film, if you could call it that, <laughs> Thor. Ugh. Uh, Thor from 2011. Ooh. Thor yeah. is available with a subscription to Disney+. Plus. You can watch it for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, and Voodoo. We're going to spoil this shitty fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate well, this. Well, one, this one, like just to give our quick thoughts before we bring in our guest, this one is very Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Loki... I was just like, okay, so I get it. He's like this demon child with like black hair and nobody likes him. And then Thor's the blonde and we all fucking love him. And I was just like this. Why? Why is Loki? I just, I didn't understand anything that was it happening. Didn't see, I didn't get that either. And I'd like our guest to tell us if he maybe has some ideas about that. But when we meet the, them as children, I didn't really get that there was a difference between them. Oh, see, I was like, one of them has to be adopted because Thor looks like Detty. Oh. Loki does not look like Detty. And he's like kind of slightly mean to Loki. Yeah. Uh, well, Ugh. you know, I, I, my main thought was I wish there was more present day yes. stuff, less lore. Um, but we didn't. That's not how it worked out. And by the way, I watched this film. Well, quote unquote, watched it twice. The first time I watched it, I didn't pay any <laughs> so attention. And I was like, I have to watch it again because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so um, I did my due diligence and I, I have spent four hours watching this film. I started oh. it. Today's Monday. I started this film on Sunday night and then finished it. Oh, wait, that makes sense. No, Saturday <laughs> night. I started Saturday night and then finished it this morning. Wow, that's a lot. I just didn't want to finish. It was... Well, and sometimes for me, since we, you know, we're trying to like really get what's going on and pay close attention, it's easier for me to watch it in pieces because I can like focus, yes. come back, take a break, focus again. Yes, because Ugh. two hours... To focus on, I watched it with a friend and at one point there was like a runner of jokes and I was like, wait, is this a joke? Is that why they keep doing this? He was I like, don't even know if I yes. caught that. It was when he was human and he was like, oh, I'm strong and then like got tased or like, oh, I'm human and I'm strong right. and got hit by a car. And I was okay. like, oh, are they like really trying to hammer home that he's like not a god anymore? And then also yeah. I didn't realize he was a god until that drunk man was like, I don't believe you're the God Defender. I thought I was he like, was an alien for a long time. I thought he was an alien time. too with a fucking cape. <laughs> okay, let's bring our guest in. We got to bring our guest. We're so excited <laughs> for our guest today, Eugene Cordero. Eugene is an actor, writer, comedian who's appeared on various film and television projects, including, well, I mean, look, Kings of Summer, Drunk History, Tacoma FD, Kroll Show, Good Place, Mandalorian. Ooh, ooh, the list is part much of longer than that. King Kong. Oh, wait, no, The Mandalorian's not MCU. Oh Star Wars CU. He's also currently starring as Casey in the TV series Loki, which is why we're so excited to get into the Thor film with him today. Oh, my God, Eugene. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Welcome. you. This is the best movie of the whole in <laughs> entire MCU. Um, oh, my God, uh, wait. Wait, well, is this real? I, I do not believe that. No. <laughs> okay, but, thank God. Uh, it, it, you know, it does start the lore of the lore that I'm part of. But uh, yeah, I want to yeah. know more about that. Um, can you tell us about Loki? A tell us bit? about Loki. We obviously don't know uh, the series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it follows and the man. Uh, <laughs> we'll get. We'll make you tell us about the man. Too. <laughs> you want me to talk about Loki, the character, or Tom Hiddleston? <laughs> I can talk about Hiddleston too. He's the best. 
Um, but uh, but Loki the series kind of follows him, kind of uh, post Avengers, um, one of the Avengers films that you haven't watched yet. Um, mm, okay. But uh, there's a moment in one of those films that uh, kind of changes everything. Mm. Wow, that's very vague, a little yeah. ominous, and but, I'm intrigued. So mm-hmm. basically it follows that and then how he's able to kind of, you, you see it a little bit in this first film, a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it kind of explores like the complicated, the complicated side of him as a character and where he's from and how he kind of chooses to do things. And it's, and it, uh, I mean, he, in the, as the films keep going too, and the more you see, he gets even, he gets more likable rather than as villainous as he kind of is in this mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. in Thor. Um, I have a question about his lineage. So you mm-hmm. said half ice giant. So like, what is the other half? Because wasn't he a baby that was found in the ice age? Uh, y- y- yeah, I don't place? know. I don't know. I think he was found in the ice place. Uh, he had. I mean, those are his adopted parents. You, you got to assume he's half normal looking or whatever that is. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I'm that, like, well, his eyes were like, yeah, yeah, he had googly eyes. He kind of has like. He has like Mr. Potato Head eyes in it. <laughs> um, so that's part of it. He's half potato head. Half potato okay. head. I, think. I, yeah. can, I can suspend my disbelief. A potato fucked that ice. Yeah. I and, can really believe that. And Loki um, was born. I don't. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not super positive. I mean, I guess I should know who his mom is. But, you know, I know. It's I okay. It's okay. How familiar were you with Marvel before all of this? Um, I believe there was a while where I think I've, I saw all the movies as they came out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that kind of, I don't know when that stopped. I think when they started making a bunch, <laughs> and, like at and once. And you felt like it was too many. And you it was too many. Yeah. Up. So yeah. then I just, I, and then I started kind of picking and choosing. I, I love the Avengers. Once we got into like, you know, the group stuff, I was like, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. But the individual ones, I don't think I would see as as often. So okay. you don't like uh, first beats, second beats. You like a group game. I'm just all about these group games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, I'm just like sounded movements. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see Thor and Hawkeye do sounded movement. I just said um, the other day that TikToks where people like, you know, where people like put on like a sound cue and they do a different thing over it. You know, mm-hmm. I decided yeah. it's a second beat because you're mapping the idea of the audio. Audio with an idea that you have and yes. making them one thing. So it's kind of, because I always am like, how do people even come up with this TikTok? Where do they come up with the, how do they, do they figure out the audio first and then come up with it, what they want it to be about? Do you know anything about this? <laughs> I, I do know about this, but I do not know how they came up with the bit. Well, I, I, but I guess it's like, do more, do more people go, I want to do a TikTok about this. Now I need to find an audio cue that somewhat connects somehow with this idea. I feel like you find the audio cue first and then come up with the idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like everybody's fun. like, this is a cool audio cue. Now I can make it about something weird. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, that was my, <laughs> but my I, big like mind-blowing yeah. moment. I was like, it's like sucking beats. But I <laughs> I don't like the the um, TikTok stuff where they point to things that oh, I, I hate that, that very, like, very much. Signs you're depressed. Like, you yeah. don't go outside. 
you don't play friends. It's like yeah. it's just like some girl like dancing. And they're around. still like, dancing to it. I'm like, this is not. This is not it. It's not good. No. Um, also, I want to ask you what your character is like on Loki. Do you yeah, play a sort of superhero character? I don't. I I play a normal every. I I play the the Cat Dennings of the series. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I have like a Cat Denning part. (laughs) um, So it's kind of like, uh, you know, everything's happening around me and I'm, you know. And you're like, I'm part of it, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh boy. (laughs) You you comment on the craziness. You're like, boy, oh boy, what's in the sky? I actually do comment on the craziness. (laughs) I love that. Um, and, uh, and, and got to call things that are like very important in the MCU stupid, which That's is really very fun. fun. That's very yeah. fun. But when you, when you do audition for these things, they don't tell you what it is until you Yeah. Do so it. did you not know what it was? So I did you... not know what it was. Interesting. There was inklings just because I kind of know the world and what mm-hmm. was coming out. Yeah. So Do they have like, like a code name for Loki? Were they like Dobie? They were like high uh, key. Yeah, yeah. They were were the Kilo. No. <laughs> uh, I think it was called. I think the first season it was called the Architect. Oh, oh wow, that's really mm-hmm. gonna throw you off. Which I would have loved to do. Whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, just an architect really dealing with life. Just like an architect, just like really, you know, the ins and outs of architecture. I'm tired of building buildings. <laughs> I'm going to This smash building is them too down. jagged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, God. But yeah, but uh, uh, so Loki in this move in Thor. Yeah. Uh, is a totally, you know, not as developed as he is now in the series, which I I. Th- I think he's great. I mean, I think Tom is great in it. Um, this was a very dramatic. Yeah. Thor was a very dramatic version of any. I remember seeing this when it came out because I remember seeing the Iron Man's and being like, cool, 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 cool. And then this came out and I was like, great. And then it was very Kenneth Brano. It is. It's super dramatic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you're saying that the Loki series is, has more humor or is a little lighter? It's a little bit lighter. Um, I, I think it has a little bit more of a mix. I think it just is more, it's now what, 11 years later. So they've kind of found their thing. Yeah. Uh, like as uh, across the board and then like things deviate from what they've created, but it's still kind of within the world, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where when this movie came out, it was still kind of like, yeah, do whatever you want, Kenneth Barano, you know, and he <laughs> made he made Othello, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was very dramatic at times. Yeah. And interesting. I think <laughs> that the drama is, it's hard for me as a viewer um, sometimes when it gets too serious, because I'm aware that it's also just fun. Yeah. And I like mm-hmm. when it's a little more fun. Like, I think I was so like so far or well, we watched. Well, no, this is the third episode. So we've watched Iron Man one and two. Yeah. Um, which this movie made me long humor. for Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man, you're like, oh, it's funny and fun. Yeah. And then uh, and then like a lot of extra stuff, but like still funny and uh, funny ish. Yeah. And then, you know. Later on, when you get to like Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, then it's just like a bunch of goofs. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Are we watching that, Leah? 
Okay, we will watch that eventually. I feel like vaguely familiar with that, but I, it's it's kind of amazing how much I don't know. Like, I feel like it's been in the zeitgeist for so long that I'm like, I I know like two things about it. Groot and mm-hmm. like the music and that little is raccoon. current or something. Or like yeah, not yeah, current, yeah. it's like a mixtape or something. Yeah, there's a mixtape. There's a <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> and now there's a ride. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, but all of these, you know, and, and I think the further they went into the universe, like Chris Helmsworth eventually it gets to do a bunch of bits and have more fun. But yeah, um, I think then it was like very, they cast it very dramatically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he like a dramatic actor or was he before this? I don't know. Because I do feel like he is someone who I know for having more of a sense of humor. Um, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, feel like now you know him for having a sense yeah. of humor, but I feel like before Thor, maybe he was just doing drama. Yeah. Yeah. He might have just been straight up drama. He's from <laughs> Australia, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. He, he, well, he had I a curious that. accent that was different than his dad's, that was different than Loki's. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. Everybody yeah. kind of did their thing in this <laughs> Okay, well, we let's get into the, the Daily Bugle. Exactly what I was going to say. The Daily Bugle is our news segment recapping what's going on in the MCU. Eugene's <laughs> face. The Daily Bugle. <laughs> you really did your research. Well, we didn't make it up. Yeah, we didn't do this. Okay. Uh, that's what we, we were slowly learning things. Okay, so Kanye West posted and later deleted an Instagram depicting himself <laughs> and Pete Davidson as oh. Tony Stark and Steve Rogers on opposing sides of the Captain America Civil War poster with various other celebrities on their teams. That is ridiculous. Okay, yeah, so there's a poster. He's gone off the edge. He's harassing his soon-to-be ex-wife. Well, he the, calls Pete uh, Skeet, which I think is pretty funny. It is kind of but, funny. <laughs> but the, com- the caption says, the internet has still not found a decent picture of Skeet. That's Ooh, mean. That's very mean. Pete's <laughs> oh, adorable. He also, I also read online that Pete joined Instagram and Kanye followed him. It's messy. It's a yeah. messy, messy place. Um, I think. So I don't know why he made this Marvel Civil War the the theme of the situation, but Pete's team has who's on there? Billie Eilish, Kim Kardashian. I can't. Ooh, Taylor Swift, Drake is on Kanye's Kid team. Yeah. Oh my god, Kid mm-hmm. Cudi's comments to Kanye on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, he called him a dinosaur. Oh man, so good. Who's the little? Oh, it's Taylor Swift. Who's um, the little? One? <laughs> it's going getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Pandora Jewelry released an Avengers collection Ugh, with charms no. and bracelets. Ew. If anyone ever got me that as a present, I would be livid. I would break up with them. Would you be mad if anybody got you Pandora, period? Though? <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. I'd be like, I'm just, Pandora? Really? I'm just curious if it's just like, I'm going to start with a chain. <laughs> and then if this goes long enough, you'll have little jewels. You'll have little uh, Marvel characters. It's true. Really the easiest stones. thing for a man like if your wife loves pandora you are set because all you got to do <laughs> get in line and pick a new one every holiday that's it you're good yeah no yeah i feel like it's going to be one of those things that my son will get my wife um, oh abs- valentine's oh, that's day actually, absolutely no that's cute actually and then every year just get another jewel <laughs> i think that's actually cute for a kid to i don't give know it to their mom. i yeah. would return but then my Trish child will to have to wear it well out. yeah she yeah. doesn't want to wear it yeah. she's just gonna have to wear it out and she'll he'll be like where's all my jewels <laughs> <laughs> we ain't never wearing this <laughs> wait some of the charms are infinity stones thor's hammer 
Captain America's shield and okay. Tony Stark's arc reactor. We gotta see this. I'm copying it so that Eugene can see this. I mean, Trisha's birthday's coming. I might just go all <laughs> Thor hammers. Ew. And the oh. website says, assemble your heroes. And they have colors. <laughs> I don't think that's good. Oh, yeah. Gross. I feel like it should be all silver or gold. Ew, there's a Hulk. Oh, my God. There's a Black Panther now, who, taking a knee. who is this person? Because this is a really... Like, to me, this is such a specific person, but it must be so unspecific that it's a lot of people because they wouldn't make this if there wouldn't be a huge audience for this yeah like, i guess there's want just this. a bunch of marvel heads out there this is sick to look at <laughs> <laughs> this is, i would be so mad it's really not for me now i could see a nerdy high schooler enjoying this and then that feels like a good gift for them that's expensive for a kid so i don't know yeah I, don't I am know. so sorry. I'm grabbing my credit card. <laughs> like so, um, just bring oh my, my card. Gosh. Oh, yeah. they also have Harry Potter, Star Wars. Okay, they've really branched out since I've checked in. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. How since often do you check in? Yeah, when did you check in on well, Pandora last? <laughs> um, I would say there was a Pandora store at the mall in my hometown, or there still is, I think, at the mall in my hometown that I uh, am vaguely aware of. And I, my aunt was giving me when I was growing when I was like. It must have been in high school. She gave me troll beads, which okay. was a probably knockoff of Pandora. I don't know. <laughs> and then she would send me a troll bead every once in a while. Now, it's more of a keepsake than something I'd wear out, but it, I did appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I got to wow. say, uh, the gold gay man from Star Wars, his little charm's very cute. The gold gay man? Oh, let me see. How do I find Star Wars? Oh, Collections. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see that Disney oh. collection. <laughs> yeah, I clicked on. Okay, uh, wait. The Star, Star Wars. Wars ones. I look. They're not bad. They aren't. They're, I'm like kind of into them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Star Wars ones at least stay in that kind of no, because they're all yeah, they're all in the same vibe. Like you wouldn't necessarily see it right away. I think that it's yeah. actually a little classier. Mm -hmm. um, I think yeah. so too. And also, Nicole, you and I both wear Crocs. So I feel like it's fair to say that the, we could easily end up with one of these on our wrist. Okay? Absolutely. Yeah, I do see it in my future. My Crocs, my Pandora charm bracelet. Oh, my God. I kind of like the Iron Man one. He has two diamonds, like little diamonds on his hands, and he's pushing out. That's hilarious. Okay. I can't. Moving on. Yeah. That's hmm. a lot. Um, another bit of Daily Bugle news is that the Jeopardy College Championship featured a Marvel category. So those kids, see, okay. that feels unfair to me because I could be the smartest kid in my college and not have seen those films and mm -hmm. I'd be screwed. You have to have a wide range of knowledge. And that's how you become a Jeopardy champion. Uh, <laughs> let's take a break. <laughs> Remember in 2018 when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States? Well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Al Otrolado, which works to reunify families. They provide holistic, legal, and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the U.S. and Tijuana through a multidisciplinary client-centered harm reduction based practice 
Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero-tolerance policy. Once reunited, El Otro Lotto helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting El Otro Lotto and donate today. You can find the link to donate to El Otro Lotto in the description of this episode or or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. Altrolado.org slash volunteer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you and how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30, and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people, and how to deal with other people. There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot newcomers. And we're back. Okay. So Thor was written by Ashley Edward Miller, who's not a woman. Don't Ashley get your be, hopes uh, up. Yeah. So a man, a man, and then another man, Zach Stentz, and then another man, Don Payne, wrote it. And then Kenneth, how do I say that last name? Brana. Brana directed it. Mm-hmm. It was released May 6th, uh, 2011. And Thor was not nominated for many awards and i love that well but it it did win a saturn award for best costume hey that's good whatever that that is is. okay so let's jump into our summary here thor came out in 2011 here we go this is uh jane foster played by natalie portman and eric selvig stellan star skarsgård Ooh, is that alex skarsgård's daddy yes oh i love it right and i don't know is it i think it is is it his dad um, let's find out. It is. And Darcy Ooh, Lewis, is. Kat Denning, their intern, conduct research on an Aurora Borealis type phenomenon in New Mexico. Suddenly a large tornado slash lightning storm develops and they drive towards it to investigate. The van hits something. A semi-conscious, muscular blonde man. <laughs> uh I like I liked the mixing of present day with space i mean like well here's i'm confused like he's a god like where where is his land in the past yeah it's It's, uh he's in space in the past because it's uh 965 a.d so he's living in a different dimension (laughs) yeah because they are aliens oh he is an alien i thought he was a god 
Oh, so it's our perception. Like we wrote a book being like, that was Thor, the God of Thunder, just to make it make sense. And really it was an alien. Interesting. Okay. I sort of like that. Okay. Okay. Well, in 965 AD, Odin, Anthony Hopkins, which I did not clock, King of Asgard. Yeah, he's got a very new look in this. He has long, Yeah, he's got an eye patch, long Mm -hmm. hair. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Uh, Wages war against the frost giants of Jotunheim. How how do I say that? I, uh, how do you say it? Jotunheim? Jotunheim? Jotunheim. 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 And then their leader, I got all the great words. Luffy. You really it's did? as if I didn't watch the movie. I didn't retain any of these names. <laughs> <laughs> the conquering Not, of the there, nine You haven't realms. read a sentence that makes sense. I sure haven't. <laughs> Starting with the Earth. The Asgardian warriors defeat the Frost Giants in Norway? In Norway? Just normal Norway? Okay. Yeah. And normal source- Norway, just <laughs> just regular old Norway at the time. Well, I'm like, so they're from Jotunheim, and then they went to Norway. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I, I think they fought on Earth. Oh, I guess Earth is like neutral territory for everybody in all of these movies. That's what yeah. it seems as such. They're like, we don't give a fuck if we destroy Earth, but like we should try yes. to save it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they seize the source of their power, the casket of ancient winters. <laughs> That's a first draft. They return to Asgard and Odin speaks to his two sons, the energetic Thor and the more thoughtful Loki. Mm-hmm. Odin says both of them are worthy, but only one could be king of Asgard. Oh, my God. OK, so, yeah, this part, I'm like, you know, trying to keep it together at this point. I'm just like, there's the little sons, the the little boys are acting their butts off. Oh, they are really boys. going for it. Father, I'll do whatever it takes or whatever. <laughs> screaming. Um, really intense. Um, all right. So in the present day, the adult Thor, Chris Hemsworth, is about to be formally recognized as crown prince. Loki, Tom Hiddleston, looks on enviously. Before Odin can follow through the, with the proclamation, he senses intruders. Frost giants infiltrate the secure rooms that hold the casket. However, Loki sends the destroyer, an automaton, to kill all three. <laughs> Examining the remains, Odin, Odin seems calm, yet Thor is angry and wants to attack. Yeah, I mean, that happened. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Thor's, like, personality, I feel, is a little bit... Um, not what I not what I expected. I think. See, I think it's I thought exactly, he'd be more likable. Oh, really? What? It's exactly what I expected. I was like, he's a very handsome man. Of course, he's fucking annoying. Of yeah. course, he's like has nothing to say. <laughs> he's like an idiot, kind of. Like I mean, yeah, like, they made him. They made him a jock. Yeah, they made him a jock to start off, or they, you know, they wanted him to come off as kind of like this, like hot headed jock who's mm-hmm. like strong and just wants to kill things and destroy things yeah but then it's so annoying when he and natalie portman like fall in love or whatever i'm like what? well it's because he softens and then he like know, turns the corner not. and then he changes and then his hammer is like i sense that my owner is nicer <laughs> yeah. i i don't i didn't like that she liked him honestly well but i feel like he, thor's just like hot enough that you can go i don't mind yeah, like whatever flags. like i'm gonna fuck this god and just see what yeah happens. <laughs> like, it's fine he might be annoying but he doesn't know what's but going you, on he like he's never been it's, here it's tough 
because you think about that. He's got this asshole quality to him. He's a jock. He shows up. He doesn't listen to anybody. He <laughs> says he's from somewhere else and everybody is, loves him. And right? it's like rude. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, right. I've been here the whole time. I There's guys that are just well here. and yeah. nobody wants to love yeah. me. The fuck? We should have seen like the guy who has a crush on Natalie Portman being like, oh. Yeah, the guy who's like, I got your milk. Yeah, and she's like, get away. We, that's why we need female writers in the Marvel writing room. Yes. Mm-hmm. We need more. Okay, so Hopefully Thor, that happens later. I think. It does. Okay, cool. The woman, I think there's a woman who, I don't know. Thor <laughs> gathers Loki <laughs> and his close friends, the Warriors Three. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Volstag, Fandral. You literally Hogan? get every hard oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> and Sif, uh, Jamie Alexander. And Nicole's they brought- just giving us a prescription at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Volstag, Fandral, Hulk, and Sif. <laughs> Everything I've had to read is very hard. They ride out to the Bifrost Bridge. The gatekeeper. That's, oh that's a cool bridge. Himdal. What? Mm-hmm. It's a cool brick? The bridge. I love the bridge. Oh, I did like I the I thought bridge. that was like Mario Rainbow Road vibes. Like I liked yeah. when they walked on it and turned colors. And I love that Idris Elba was there. I was like, yes, yeah. queen. He's so cute. I mean, okay. you barely see his face, though. Yeah, but, but you it's know like, he's there. Him. Yeah, it's you there's see those so juicy much gold. Lips. Yeah, uh, uh, you you hear the voice. Yeah, <laughs> so he allows them to pass, and the six are transported to the Frost Giants planet. Uh, Jodenham. They confront <laughs> Luffy, the Frost Giants leader. Luffy. Loki manages to <laughs> persuade his brother into accepting Luffy's offer to, to leave peacefully. <laughs> However, Thor reacts uh, brashly to a Frost Giant's insult, which is like he called him a princess, and I was like, that sets him off. Yeah, like who cares that yeah, he like gendered that kind of thing, royalty? Like, that kind of thing, like, just doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? Like, it needs to be like something. Like, something has to happen. Like, that feels very catering to children or something. Mm-hmm. Like. Which maybe it is, I don't know, but it feels like a lot of adults love this. So it's very like eighties, because like uh, in Back to the Future, he gets called Chicken. He's like Chicken, and then like loses his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess. You know, I mean, it's it's that classic. I mean, it is still kind of the jock mentality that they have. Yeah. For Thor, of just kind of like, would you say? Mm-hmm. What did you say? <laughs> it is wild that Thor just like was like, fuck this. <laughs> and then everyone starts fighting. And then during the battle, Loki experiences an unusual reaction when he's touched by a frost giant. So it burns everybody else. And then Loki just like, I don't know, absorbs it. And it's just like, I guess I'm one of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked also that one of the ice giants kind of looks at him like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then they just kind of part ways. They're like, uh, you my cousin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Odin arrives and intervenes to save the warriors, apologizing to Lofi for Lofi? <laughs> Which one is it? Lofi? I mean, that, nothing sounds right. <laughs> for the intrusion and attempting to reinstate peace. But Lofi, Lofi, Luffy states that they are beyond reason. Lufa. Lufa. Lufa sponge. Lufa. That they're beyond reason. That the Frost Giants are now at war with Osgard. So then... Odin takes the young Asgardians home. Asgard. 
the furious that Thor has dragged Asgard back into war. He tells Thor that he's not fit to be king. He strips his powers, uh, banishes him to Earth, and sends his hammer. Oh, his hammer luck. has a name. Majorn. 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 It literally has an O with a line through it, so we're fucked on pronouncing this. <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce that. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. It's like an Ikea thing. Yeah, it does look like it an is. Ikea bed or something. <laughs> My Mjolnir. Uh, so then he goes, whoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall, shall possess the... Oh my God, I can't even read. Shall, shall possess the... <laughs> shall possess the power of Thor. Okay, now this was very <sighs> sword in the stone. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everyone's trying to get... Earlier in the film, everyone's trying to get the sword out of the thing and like in present mm -hmm. day or whatever. Um, and then... We have, you know, only one person can do it. On Earth, Thor is immediately hit by Jane Foster's van. Thor groggily questions where he is and becomes aggressive to the point that Darcy, Darcy tases him, knocking him out. The three scientists load him into their van and take him to the hospital. Once again, he starts fighting as he wakes up and he is eventually tranquilized. Selvig tries to get Jane to let, leave him be, saying he's some kind of nut, but she's curious and attracted to him. <laughs> oh boy. Which he's is fully so funny. locked up in the hospital. She's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get like that, you know? Yeah. Do you do something and you're like, I don't know, there's something about She's him. She's like, it's I like, could he fix him. Yeah. Um, okay, so then the scientists return to their outpost in town. They discover S.H.I.E.L.D. agents confiscating all their equipment and research. They meet back up with Thor, who's escaped from the hospital. And, like, he escapes from the hospital and nobody's looking for him. No. He caused a lot of damage. And he everyone is like, oh, no. hospital employees who are throwing. Yeah. He was throwing <laughs> them. They were trying to push him. It was extremely intense. And then no one cares. No one gave a shit. So then Jane gives him civilian clothes. After overhearing locals discuss a satellite crash, Thor decides to go and Jane accompanies him. Mm. Wait, does she? Doesn't she go go alone? I would I believe this moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. I uh, forgot. At the crash site, a crowd of local townspeople has gathered to try and lift the hammer from the crater. Oh, so it was later. Later, S.H.I.E.L.D. arrives and takes over the site, setting up a temporary camp to study the hammer. After dark, Jane and Thor arrive on the scene. After beating up many agents, Thor finally reaches the hammer but is unable to lift it. This was devastating. This was like um, very E.T. slash he was in a hamster cage. Mm -hmm. He's like running through tubes. Distraught, mm -hmm. he drops to the ground, putting up no fight as S.H.I.E.L.D. agents close in to take him. Or was that... There was that also man, so much rain. So much rain. He's very wet. He's very dirty. And then the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent goes, show's over. And I yeah. was like, oh, that's so mean. This man is like really like not okay. <laughs> also, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent wasn't part of the fight, but yet he's standing in the rain. It's like, <laughs> get undercover and yeah, watch like, You it. don't need to do this. Yes. Go you inside and find a dripping. window. <laughs> yeah. One thing I kind of like so far as we watch these things is when you see actors from other ones coming in, like Greg or Clark Gregg being in this one. I was like, oh, it's mm -hmm. him. He's this guy. Like, mm -hmm. now I'm starting to put it together. That's kind of fun. There was a man with an arrow, and I was like, I think he might be important later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you see who the actor was? No. Did you see who the actor was? Um, I didn't catch that. Okay. It's... um. 
It's Jeremy Renner. Uh huh. Oh. Oops, sorry. Was I not supposed to say that out loud? Um, but it okay. is. Yeah, that's good. You can look in the credits. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's known. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so on Asgard, Thor's four friends begin to suspect Loki's got something to do with Thor's banishment. Meanwhile, Loki realizes that he's not Asgardian, and Odin admits that Loki was taken from Jotunheim as an infant and raised as his own. Stressed, <laughs> Odin falls into a coma-like state called Odin sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I did not catch that it was called Odin sleep. That's really funny. <laughs> Leaving Loki to become acting And king. because he's just stressed, he's like, oh, I'm sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh I my got God. no sleepies. Back on Earth, Phil Coulson questions Thor, and when he leaves him alone briefly, Loki magically appears in the room. Loki tells Thor that Odin is dead, and he cannot come back to Asgard, leaving Thor distraught. Selvig arrives and, li- and lies to the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, telling them that Thor is Jane's ex-husband and is under the influence of steroids. Back in town, Selvig takes Thor out for a drink and they bond. Later, Thor and Jane go back outside to go outside to gaze at the stars, and Thor explains the nine realms and the Bifrost bridge to her. Aww. Yeah, it's sweet, but also funny that all that man had to say was, uh, he's just on a bunch of steroids, but I could take him back, right? And he's like, Yeah, sure, just don't get him drunk. And I was like, uh, all right. Yeah, I know. I feel like if that it's a pretty good excuse though, because he'd be like, Well, that explains it. You just kind of let yeah. it. <laughs> that explains why he's able to fight off all of these shield agents totally. so easily because he's on roids. He's got the roids oh, yeah. in it. Yeah, he's roided up. Don't, yeah. that's fine. So Loki freezes Hemadol and uses the Bifrost to meet with Lufa. It's revealed that Loki was the one who let the frost giants into Asgard. He promises Lofty that he'll let them into Asgard again to kill Odin. And Lofty, Lofi, Luffy is like the guy who looks like a giant cigarette ash. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And he just, okay, here's my thing about, like, the Frost Giants. So, like, they just have this chill, cold world, but, like, what are they doing? Are they just sitting? Are they saddled? Like, are there stores? Do they do things? Do they work? What are they doing? It feels like they're just waiting to kick someone's butt or something. Yeah, they, they set it up very as though they're not real aliens are on their own but they do if you look closely if you pause it on their land you'll see a couple of stores there's like <laughs> the ice there's gap? like a couple of ice cream stores there's oh, ice cream that's good <laughs> yeah 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 but that's just called the diner there. and then <laughs> and they've, they've got pandora because they got you gotta get your ice <laughs> they've got, they've got <laughs> Um, so then Loki commands the destroyer to go to Earth and kill Thor, which is a big swing. That thing is huge. And it reminds me of the Sentinels from the X-Men. I feel like they keep doing Marvel has a lot of things that are very similar. Mm-hmm. Like what the what are you saying? So in X-Men, there's this thing called a Sentinel that um, is like a big thing that can kill mutants and it absorbs the mutants power to use it against oh. them. I mean, this doesn't do that, but it like shoots it's a similar fire. Thing. It's like similar. Yeah. Yeah. You saw those movies? I love the X-Men. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> but, it's, I mean, it's still in the same kind of Marvel. I, I mean, you know, I, I used to read. I know, acting like I read them. I used to look at comic books because <laughs> I liked the way it was drawn. But there was a lot of that kind of big machine mm-hmm. drawn to fight the you know superheroes. So I think there 
they like renamed them a bunch of different things so they can kind of use them in different ways. But it's basically huge, you know, indestructible machines. Mm-hmm. So Sif and the Warriors 3 arrive in New Mexico. I feel like I'm saying a riddle. Sif and the Warriors 3 arrive in New Mexico to tell Thor the truth. Soon after, the Destroyer arrives and starts blasting everyone with a heat ray. Thor's friends fight the Destroyer while he and the three scientists attempt to get everyone away safely. Thor asks Loki, who can magically see and hear what's going on from Asgard, to leave the humans alone in return for himself. This selfless act of protection proves him worthy to once again wield Mjolnir, which frees (laughs) itself from the crater and returns to (laughs) Thor's hand. He is restored to full life and vigor, and once again, fitted in his red cape and armor, he easily defeats the Destroyer. Wow. I mean, this is, like, cute. He gets, like, backhanded by the big machine thing, and then uh, fucking Natalie Portman's like, boo-hoo, his face. He was so hot before that. I don't like this new scar on his face. And then... He gets his little hammy, and then she's like, is that what you always look like? And he's like, kind of. And she's like, (laughs) she's like horny for him. She's totally horny. Immediately. You kind of think that like everything she's been doing as a scientist was just to find a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And then he puts his varsity jacket on, and she's like, oh my gosh. Um, With Loki's help, the Frost Giants invade Asgard through the portal, walking past the frozen Himadol. But as Loftadoop goes to Odin's bedchamber and Loki double crosses him and kills him, making himself out to be a hero, Himadol manages to bring Thor back to Asgard. As Thor leaves Earth, he promises Jane he will return. I believe him. I mean, we've seen it before. Um, what's his name? Steve. I want to say Steve Jobs, but that's not his name. What's Captain America's name? Steve Jobs. <laughs> no, it's Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs promised that lady would come back for a date yeah. and then fell into a coma. He did. And he came back, but she's long dead, we can assume. Yeah. So that he was too late. Well, maybe not. We did have a theory that maybe he'd meet her when she was 99, um, <laughs> and it's possible. Okay, so... Wait, did you guys watch... Um, oh, yeah, uh, well, we watched it. We were recording a little out of order. We did watch that. Oh, um, uh, you watched uh, Captain, I, Captain America. America. Yeah, I won't give away our thoughts on that, I guess. But Loki goes to Bifrost to destroy Jotunheim. Thor tries to stop him and the two fight. Thor immobilizes Loki with Mjolnir and starts to destroy the Bifrost to stop the portal. When the bridge shatters, the two brothers fall into space, but Odin arrives and catches Thor. Loki admits defeat and allows himself to fall, disappearing into the void. Yeah, that was sad, but here's the thing. I don't get Loki's plan. I was confused a little bit where in the end we see... Well, I guess I'll wait a second to ask about that because... Okay. Okay, go ahead. So all seems back to normal in Asgard. Thor mourns for his brother and Mrs. Jane Foster, who is unable to visit with the Bifrost now destroyed. However, Hemondal, gazing out over the severed edge of the bridge, assur- assures him that Jane is looking for him. Back on Earth, Jane is in a new shield lab with new equipment. And then here's the part where I was a little confused. So in the post credit sequence, so after every movie, they have like a little thing that's like, here's what's going to happen next. <laughs> Selvig meets Nick Fury, who is um, Samuel L. Jackson, who we've seen in the other ones. And Fury shows him the Tesseract in a briefcase, which he says could be a source of unlimited power. Loki appears in a reflection and reveals that not only he's alive, is he alive, he's now controlling Selvig. So it was like he 
says something and then Selvig says it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I guess they want my interest to be piqued. It's I, I was just kind of like, I would I didn't get I was like, is he controlling him? Is he a hol- is he in his imagination? What's happening? Yeah, like is he a Tupac hologram? Yeah. Like what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess we'll find out later, but Eugene, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, he has the ability. He's like Loki is like the god of mischief. So uh-huh. he's um, so he's able to kind of um like uh appear like uh like a hologram like tupac sometimes and then he's also able to um like mind control people other times it feels like mischief should be lighter yeah i think it eventually does get lighter i think in this one it's he's he's the main bad guy in the movie so i think they keep him pretty bad through this first uh First attempt at Thor's story kind of yeah. thing. Um, this is, yeah, this is my, no, I wouldn't say this is my least favorite of the Thor movies. This is my second How least favorite. How many Thor movies What's are What's your there? least favorite? The, the next one that came out was bad. Oh. And then, um, and then the one that uh, Taika did, um, which is the, the third one is awesome. That's is, the one that Paul F. Tompkins is told honest, me. Yeah, Ragnarok is probably my favorite Marvel movie. Oh. Are we watching that, Leah? We are, and we're skipping The Dark World. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, okay. What and a you blessing. should, because that's, 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 it's not good. There's only one we're skipping that I think is genuinely good, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Wait, which one are we skipping that's genuinely good? Iron Man 3, but I've, put, I've made you watch too many Iron Mans. Yeah. I'm trying to be democratic. I think that's mm. fair. Um, mm. Paul said the Taika one is really good. It's so fun. Yeah. It's great. Okay, well, that's good. He said it's also very, it doesn't feel like the other ones, which I think is the it doesn't. Yeah. idea and why we like it. It gives you a nice break from all of the other ones and, and how it does. But yeah, and and you get to see why Helmsworth, after that one, becomes like, oh, he's a comedy guy. Yeah, and okay. It, because oh, of that yeah. All right. Interesting. Well- I'm- Wait, okay. I'm sorry. Can we just talk through Loki's plan? It was really confusing to me. So he let his people in to kill Odin, but then kills them before they could kill Odin. Why? He Well, because he does still feel like Odin is his dad. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also wanted to come off as a hero and become the... He wanted to become... King. I mean, yeah, he wanted to become king. So if he could kill his real dad mm-hmm. when they were, um, you know, there to um, kill him, then he's seen as a hero. Oh, I see. Okay. And then, so that didn't work out. He's like, oopsie daisy. So then he tries to kill the, the cold planet. Yeah. He always wanted to kill the cold planet. Why? Um, so that there wouldn't be a war between the cold planet and their planet anymore. And also, I think that he's mad that he is part cold planet. Oh, I see. But then wasn't that Thor's idea in the beginning? Yeah. So then he... <clears throat> so what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he stole Thor's idea just to do <laughs> Thor's idea without Thor? Yeah. So that he can become king and show that he's... Because, you know... That's the Because there was always... 
that's the mischief part. And also, like, Odin was always so pro-Thor and not pro-Loki. Oh, so yes, if I Loki forgot. could do what Thor did, then he can be like, see, I can do what my brother does. Oh, and okay. And I can be king. Wow. So it's just some real issues where he's having, you know, identity queries and nobody's there to support him. He needs a therapist. I think all of this whole movie could have been avoided (laughs) if they just, you know, told him who he was and let him speak to a professional. I I think think all of Marvel movies could be dealt with (laughs) with a therapist. Nicole, I'm about to laugh because it looks like your ceiling fan is like a beanie on top of your head and you're about to fly. That's really funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like, I have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so we know that Thor wasn't nominated for many awards. That's a very nice way to put it. But it did win a Saturn, <laughs> Saturn Award for Best Costume. And the film was moderately well received by critics, holding a 77% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and receiving a B plus audience rating from Cinema Score. Interesting. I would mm-hmm. score it lower. At the time. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't and know the, what was to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In uh, the Chicago Sun Times, this is really hard to read today. <laughs> In the Chicago Sun Times, Richard Roper liked the film writing thanks in large part to a charming, funny, and winning performance from Australian actor Chris Hems. He was not charming. In the title ro- role, Thor is the most entertaining superhero debut since the original Spider-Man. Wow. Um, other major critics like Roger Ebert and A.O. Scott largely panned the film. Mm-hmm. Oh. It has like a Shakespearean kind of vibe to it because of Kenneth Brano directing it and also the story of it. And mm-hmm. it, I think it's, it was a little tough to kind of then bring also the comic book aspect yeah. to it. Yeah. It was a lot. But isn't that like the point? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. Do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. 
Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. And we're back. Now it's time for our segment. Is Chris in this? This is a segment (laughs) where we have a yes or no conversation about if a Chris was in this movie. Was it Chris Um, in this film? I'm going to say yes. A Chris was in this film. I mean, we had one of the big Chris's. We have Chris Hemsworth, and we're looking at Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. Now, why is it all Chris's? (sighs) But anyways, um, I would say if I was going to add another Chris to this film, I would add Christine Baranski as the love interest. (laughs) Honestly, Christine Baranski, I think, would be fabulous. Yeah. I think she's... I mean, not underrated. She stays working, but she's a. I love her so yeah. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen The Birdcage, you gotta. Oh my god, I haven't watched it in so long. I need to watch it again. I, watched I just it like rewatched kid. it. It holds up. Yeah. It, it is does such hold a up. Fun movie. Yes. And all I can think about is still, I work hard for the money <laughs> <laughs> when he's cleaning. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who's that? Hank Azaria. And then yeah. when he doesn't wear shoes, and then he finally puts them on, and he keeps falling down. It's so funny. It's such a funny movie. That's good. Uh, well, a second new segment is a kiss in this. So we're gonna have a yes or no conversation about if there is a kiss in this film, or if we thought there needed to be more. Was there a kiss in this film? Yes. Yeah. There were I, two at least, right? There was a or just there one. was a kiss on the hand. And then it went to a kiss on the mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought there was going to be a kiss between Thor and homegirl who was in the the Majestic Three. What the fuck is their names? His friends. The, oh. the rider dies. The... Yeah, yeah, the the ride, the rider die threes. <laughs> yeah, his friends. Oh, her name the is Fast Sif? and Furious. That no, Sif. Sif is, that's Sif. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Thor and Sif had a thing going on, but I guess not. Yeah, no, I like that he was more interested in a human or like yeah, what? Like, <laughs> just a normal girl. She's mm-hmm. just a normal girl. I just couldn't wrap my brain around the way they spoke. Father. Well, that's part I of what. I must go to Earth. That's part of Where's what my hammer? bores me. Not to be rude, but you know what I mean. Like it's like that sort of takes me to like a different type of film that I'm just not. I'm just like mm-hmm. oh, lots of histories <laughs> coming at me now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You weren't ready for a history of, of Asgard no, I <laughs> movie? And I mean, we went so deep on Lord of the Rings that like anything that Ugh. feels like that kind of just... It's oh, really yeah. upsetting. Bristle, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It does have that long road yeah. ahead yeah. vibe to it. Yeah. Eugene, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is there romance and kisses in Loki the series? Um, 
not n- not romance so much. Um, there's intrigue in there, but th- it's not like is Loki a like romantic. in a bad marriage? <laughs> Loki's like Loki realizes that you know he's not happy where he is, <laughs> oh. and he's trying to figure things out. Does he have an ice um, baby? He has an ice baby, and it's just him and the ice baby in the studio apartment. Wow. And then he gets his three other, he gets two other buddies, (laughs) and then they all raise the baby. Imagine the writers were in tears this, and they're like, fuck, that's where we were going. (laughs) That actually is good. (laughs) Tom Hiddleston, Tom Selleck, and Tom Tom Holland. If they did did three men and a baby, but it was all superheroes and a super baby, (laughs) I love that. I would be into it. Mm-hmm. I would watch yeah. that. Like the diaper like shoots off the kid and they're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, I have another question. Mm-hmm. How protected are your scripts and stuff? Like, do you get sides and that's when you know what happens or do you guys do table reads? Uh, no table reads, just the sides. Um, I get um, f- for, I got the sides before I shot and then got the scripts in my trailer. So I could mm, read the whole thing mm-hmm. while I was in my trailer, but Oh, interesting. Um, and then I could take them home afterwards, but I had to like sign them out or Oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it. yeah, that's how you keep the entry in the lore. You don't let nobody talk about it. But yeah. was that hard as an actor to just like get the sides like day of and work? Um, no, I mean, cuz I I think it was one of those things for this where I got I got the full rundown of the whole series from okay. um, from Tom himself. So mm. when I showed up, um, Tom and I had done Kong, yes. Skull Island together, yes. and became uh, buddies. So we, he was excited, and I was excited to be there. And when I got to set, he was like, did you read everything? And I go, oh, I didn't get everything. He goes, great. So then he, I went into his trailer, and he explained the whole series. Oh, cool. That's really helpful. That is Um, super helpful. Yeah. A lot. And I got, so I got very excited about what this series is and was, and then could kind of play in it. But again, because my character was kind of that kind of Kat Dennings ish character in the series, I didn't have to play into the lore so much as Mm -hmm. play into like what I did every day, you know, at my job. (laughs) Right. Um, so, you know, it was just a lot of that, which was also fun and great. But I have, you know, one last question. How mm-hmm. big is Tom Hiddleston's trailer? Oh, you mean, is it like Vin Diesel's like uh, two, two piecer and then uh-huh. a gym? Uh, no, wow. it's, a, it's a one piece. Wait, Vin Diesel has a two piecer and a gym? Yeah, Vin Diesel has like, uh, according to what I heard, was that there's like two trailers and then next. And then in between both trailers is a gym outside. Wow. Is how his setup was. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to go in my other room for a little bit. And then he'll just cross yeah. through his gym. <laughs> I'm yeah. going there. Maybe I'll lift a weight, go to my other room. That's really yeah. funny. That's what I heard. But that's the rumor of what Vin Diesel does. Fancy. But, that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, should we read a little trivia? Ooh, hell yeah, baby. Okay. So Tom Hiddleston originally auditioned to be Thor before landing the world's Thor's younger adopted brother, Loki. That's crazy. I don't see it. No, it makes much more sense. Yes. 
The Norwegian village, ah, Donsberg, seen in a flashback, is the same one the Red Skull invades to steal the Tesseract in Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh. oh. Also released in 2011. That's when it starts picking up. Thor marks yeah. the introduction of Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, in a blink-and-you-miss-it moment. I didn't miss I it. Blinked I blinked I was like, did. I clocked this man with a <laughs> fucking arrow, because that's wild. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kenneth, I can't say his last name. Brana? 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 I think Kenneth Brana? Yeah. Semi-autobiographical film Belfast, the lead character, Buddy, can be seen reading a Thor comic in a not-so-subtle nod to his future directing this oh, film. Oh, I, I have um, mm-hmm. heard that movie's really good. Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, I also heard it was really good. Yeah. I also heard Great. it I did was not really see good. It, we though. have the screeners. Um, I am excited to watch, or I think it was streaming somewhere, too. Um, I didn't realize it was somehow autobiographical of Kenneth Branagh either. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it, but I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, hmm. I will check that out. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> are you auditioning like for a uh, Kenneth Branagh movie? You're that lying you just to us. Uh, his film? <laughs> I will be watching that tonight. Um, <laughs> no, but I actually, I have been wanting to watch it forever. I just, it always feels like a big production to like watch a really good movie at night. Like I think like, yeah, I just like unwind watching horrible stuff. And then uh, I don't know, like I'm like, oh, should I watch one of these amazing Oscar nominated films? Also, isn't it one of the ones that, is it in black and white? I th- well, at least all the mm, images I've so. seen are. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as it was in black and white, I'm like, I don't know if I have time for this right <laughs> if now. If I have time. It's like <laughs> subtitles, black and white. So you have to really focus, you know, yeah. but, yeah. but, but all these movies are so good apparently that we should. Sure. I mean, here I am. This is part of it too, is like, I'll be like laying down watching this Thor and going like, I want to watch an Oscar nominated film. <laughs> But I have to make time to watch Thor. Got to make time. Got to make the two hours uh, to watch Thor. Or in your case, four hours I know, to that watch was really Thor. Yeah, much. right. That was, that was crazy. So, but does this movie get you to get excited for the Thor character? Or no. Not no. So much? No. no. I'm excited yeah. to see more Idris Elba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be okay if I never saw Thor again. But I, but I guess <laughs> the next one that we're going to watch, he, it's much more interesting. Yeah, Ragnarok is great, and then him within the crew. Yeah, is, is I think fun. I want that. I think it's like I need him to be like a little like button in a moment, not necessarily the mm-hmm. whole story is on his shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. But if, I'm curious if Ragnarok is something that we're actually going to like, or if you know we still will be like, what? Ooh, there's a lot of interest in Ragnarok. Okay, mm-hmm. good. I'm. I mean, I'm in because I have to be. Right. But now I'm in, in my mind. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, this would, yeah, Trish would have never, my wife does not watch any of these movies. As soon as it's mostly CGI and mm-hmm. no um, people, <laughs> she's like, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to yeah, say with Iron it. Man 1, it was like mostly practical feeling. But then yeah. Iron Man 2, I, I sort of liked more because it was easier on it the eyes. It felt like a superhero movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, you liked Iron Man 2 more than I don't than know. One? I don't know anymore. I don't know either. It I becomes, can't remember what my confusing. thoughts were. They changed. Yeah, I agree. And when we talk about it with the guest, I feel like our whole view changes too. And it's just, I don't yeah, know like, what I think. Now I'm excited to see more Thor. And before, I was really upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are you have every right to be upset about this one yeah. movie. 
Okay. But the introduction of everybody, you don't. Like, because Loki becomes great. I mean, is a great character. And even in this, it, like, seems so dramatic. And, like, watch rewatching this, because I think I saw it when it came out, and then I watched it again. Uh, and watching it again and seeing them have the moment where they're fighting between the brothers and how intense they took it was... <laughs> A lot, you know, and I, but I was also, I gave them props because I'm like, oh, they really, they went for yeah. it, you know, like there were tears in their eyes and everything. I'm like, oh, they're going. Yeah, that's they're like going. a lot too, because it's probably all green screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, that, that takes, I mean, I have to say that, that the people in this are good actors. There's like great acting. Yeah. Like everyone's completely committed. Like you're saying they're crying. It's like, that's hard to do when you're like in a green screen room. With like someone sure. just kind of pretending, <laughs> <laughs> and wearing a like cape. you're imagining uh-huh. everything. Yeah, like you have to really commit, yeah. and you have to be like, I'm yeah. not silly. I'm not like I'm mad at this guy who has a cape and a hammer, and <laughs> and I've and I've got horns. And I'm wearing a horn helmet. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I would start laughing. Okay, so we have our our section called Five Stark Industries. Where we get, we read listener reviews, wow, five star reviews. You guys. <laughs> yeah, we were really, really proud the of da- you. Okay? The Daily Bugle, <laughs> the five star industry. Wow. So, this is a five star review from Bazooka Sharks for Life. I fell is the subject. Love, love this podcast. Nicole and Lauren make me laugh so much, and I love their takes on these franchises. Was trying to do pull ups at the gym while listening and accidentally let go due to laughter. Fell right on the ground. <laughs> oh, Still no. Five star podcast. Oh no! Oh, thanks for fell right to the ground. (laughs) Wow! Oh wow! Well, this season, in addition to Apple reviews, we're going to be reading reviews from Letterboxd, and then we'll be giving each film a one sentence review ourselves with a star rating. If you don't know what Letterboxd is, it's a social platform where people can write reviews of films, and you can follow the show on Letterboxd at Newcomers. Um, So this is from Alicia. Whoever thought it was a good idea to bleach Chris M's. Chris Hemsworth's eyebrows like this. Let's talk. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Weird choice. Uh, this is a three and a half star from Taylor. Must a movie be good? Is a himbo God not enough? Okay. So basically Taylor's like, we got the eye candy and we should just be happy. Oh. I've never heard himbo. That's Himbo's the male, male version of a bimbo? bimbo. But bimbo, bim, B-I, like that's not a woman. Right. It doesn't mean woman. Totally. Oh, it's not? <laughs> I've been calling women bims <laughs> for ages. <laughs> Ooh, that got uh, me good. So Ooh, that bim over there. <laughs> she's, a, she's a bim. Uh, what is our one sentence review for the film and what's our star rating? Like, ugh, ugh. I mean, I think because I'm kind of having to go off of my previous ratings of the other films and now this one I put it lower than those. I'm going to give this 1.5. Mm-hmm. I really don't like Out it. Out of five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm leaving room to love something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I gave some I higher agree. scores out. Um, I would say very dramatic for a superhero movie. Yeah. And I would say a little too Lord of the Ringy. Um, uh, more kissing. Oh, God. Yeah. Change the whole movie. Yeah. It, needs, <laughs> it actually needs a sex scene because I think it'd be really fascinating yeah. to see what happens if they had sex. But I feel like comic books really just hinge on kisses. Like it's like, oh, a lot of, well, I think it's because taking off all of the like, 
costume would be time consuming and maybe knock someone out of the moment. Yeah, and maybe taking off the costume takes away some of the like power of the situation. Yeah, imagine taking your cape off to have sex. I'd be like, I'm good. Like if Spider-Man took off his whole costume to have sex, you'd be like, you're just a guy. (laughs) (laughs) But he wouldn't though, because Spider-Man usually just pulls up part of his mask. So I think it'd be the same situation. Yeah. Maybe there's like snaps and stuff where you just like yeah. pull your dick out. Because you can't go to pee and pull it down every time. Like when a woman wears a jumpsuit to a bar and you're just like naked in the <laughs> stall. <laughs> Wait, how do superheroes pee? Yeah, we're going to need to get into this. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think that a scene between them having more than just a kiss We'd want to wait until after he grabbed the hammer again, yeah, right? Yeah, he needs to have the mm. Because then he's just a humor. Like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> what would he be like, Lauren? Uh, you heard me. <laughs> He'll be like, let me take this bim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a him taking a bim. I'm Let's a him go. taking a little bim. Oh, my God. Okay, well, um, please go write a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us your Letterboxd review as well. We will pick a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to read on the next episode, and you can also rate us on Spotify. Eugene, do you have anything Hi. that you would like to plug? Um, nope. Uh, just, um, I guess uh, there is, uh, I don't know. When, when does Loki um, come out? Thinks, uh, Loki's on Disney Plus now. Season Great. one's on Disney Plus now. And um, and so you can watch all six of those episodes if you want to continue the lore. You guys aren't getting into any of the shows, right? You guys are just doing the movies. Who knows? Okay. Leah said a little oh, bit. A little um, bit, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, that. And then uh, a movie I'm in called Easter Sunday is coming out with Joe Coy. Oh, my God, yeah. That, Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. I love that. Joe Coy. I think he's so funny. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that'll be coming out. Um, it's changed, so I don't know exactly when, but somewhat soon. Um, so check that out. And that's it. Great. Honestly, my friend Eugene, stay working. Always. So honestly, <laughs> you just Google that name. You watch some fun stuff. You're literally in everything. You're Yeah, truly in everything. <laughs> it's so fun to watch. Aww. It's great. Okay, well, we'll be back next week with Captain America, the first Avenger. See you then. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> was a HeadGum original.